Okay, today's vad was dedicated la'atzlacha for Esther Bayafa and Yitzchak ben Yafa. The zechut of the Torah and the tzedakah. They should have much hatzlacha rabab chol ma'asayidahem in everything they do. Ben beruhaniyut, ben begashmiyut. Okay, so now, as we already know, we are working on the Madrega Sa'adam. We're still in the groundwork. We didn't get to the real deep stuff yet, but he already presented us, the altar from the Vatic, presented us with an unbelievable insight that if you think about it, it's really, really fascinating. That our reality, at first glance, does not agree with what the Torah says. That's a very important point. We're faced with a tremendous... Uh, I don't know the exact proper English word to say, but we're faced with this friction, so to speak, between us and the Torah. You know, there's a, we say in Davening, Hashivenu avinu letoratecha, vekarevenu malkenu laavodatecha, vachazirenu b'tshuva shalayim lafarecha. Right? So we're talking about, start off with Torah, and then we segue into tshuva, and then we say, Baruch atah Hashem harotze b'tshuva. So the Goyin and the Siddur grows Masbah that the Brach is really about Torah. So if the Brach is about Torah, so why is the ending of the Bracha about Tshuva? Right? The Haschol is Torah, the ending is Tshuva. So you see from there exactly what the altar is saying. Because the point is, the human being, his reality, his natural reality, is going the opposite direction of Torah. So the point of Torah is to create by a person a tshuva, to go back to the Torah, right? That he has to be like surprised by the Torah, chidushim. Torah saying chidushim to him. That he wouldn't think like that. And I'm going to show you Orchid Sadiqim, unbelievable Orchid Sadiqim, that our brains, that means our intellect, our logic, is wired into Almidis. So the Torah doesn't even make sense. Forget about it, it's hard. It doesn't make sense. You follow? He says, this is on Orchid uh, Sadiqim and Shah Hasheka, it's on Macheka. He says, let me see if I can find that for you real quick. Uh, if a person is lazy, his whole way of thinking is designed to think in a way that Otzel thinks. Remember the other day I told you? And Otzel could also be a big Bal Machadish. Unbelievable Bal Machadish. Because the first thing is he doesn't want to work. So that will get his brain to come up with, with unbelievable inventions. How to make life easier. So that's... It, 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 it's connected to his intellect too. Besides that it makes sense the way he's living and it makes sense to make life easier, it also makes him a Balmachadish. Which in and itself happens to be a different schmooze, how that is, besides for, you know, the actual thing of being lazy is not good, but it's also an abuse of Chochmah. It's an abuse of Chochmah. Means Hakadosh Baruch gave us chokhmah to produce productive things. If somebody takes his chokhmah and uses it on nothing, right? 
He takes his chokma and he studies sports and he knows the stats and he knows the play. It's heaven for Rick. You know what I'm saying? That's chokma was given to you to produce, produce what? To produce a human being, to produce yourself. That's what chokma was given to you for. And you waste it on something else. If you waste it on nothingness, you waste your potential and your chokma nothingness. There was no point in giving you the chokma. The chokma was you're not an animal. Chachma is to develop self. So if you take Chachma, even if you come up with massive inventions, but you use the Chachma to produce something that wasn't the point, it was to facilitate your Atzlis, that's an abuse of Chachma. I don't know if you ever heard of the Sefer called Kav HaYosha. It's a very big Sefer, I think from maybe the 1700s, or maybe before. Very unbelievable Sefer. I used to learn it with somebody. Unbelievable Sefer, but over there in the beginning he talks about that concept of Hashem b'chokma yasad aretz konen shamayim b'tmuna. That chokma, the, the, the chokma has to be to create something productive. The ikka productivity that chokma was given to you was to build yourself. Understand? So he says a person nimshachach esfaroisav umidoisav. you first have to remove you got to remove the bad midas. Why? Because you're not going to see the emet. So the point is, you can look at the Torah, but you will look at the Torah with your midas, and you will find justifications for everything you do. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu told Hashem, why are you writing in the Torah that Naase Adam, let us make man. Let us make man is a dangerous statement to write. People are going to think that Hashem has a shutif. Right? So what does Hashem say? Let those who want to make a mistake, make a mistake. It's all Chazal, and obviously it would be a vad in itself, but one point. The Makar of all Teusim is because you want to see it that way. What's making you want to see it that way? It means a person with a straight mind wouldn't see it that way. He would see humility, which is the lesson of why Hashem wrote Nasa. The person wants to see it that way. He wants to see it that Hashem has shutfim. It's not the kol yachu. For whatever midah, right? So you see, you can look in the Torah itself. As the Chazal said, Tzadikim yachu bom, or poishim yekashu bom. The same Torah, that builds Sadiqim, it's the same Torah that destroys Rishoyim. That's what the author is saying over here. It can be a Samhamavet. So the problem is that we're, the way we are built the way we are. Okay? And we have to think into that because the entire world runs, it, the way we know it, runs solely and completely on bad meters. The Mesil Sasharim says, if Hashem would pull out the plug on Kavod, on Redifa Sakovit, 
Nobody would get out of the bed in the morning, you know what I'm saying? We would live in shacks. There would be no economy. There will be no product development. If there's no chemdas moment and no redifas covered and all that stuff, nobody's doing anything. The world is just ticking on that. So it lives on that. You understand? Torah says, Which means, in a different terms, just to use like this, when you go through life, you have to realize that other people's will and talents and existence has a makam. But you have to leave space for other people. Right? Well, that defies all laws of competition. Competition says, I go for everything for myself. And then you have to compete. There's no kamoicha there. And that's how business works. If we would all be looking out for each other and helping each other and leaving space for each other, there would be no competition. If there would be no competition, then the consumer loses. That's how the brain thinks. The, the consumer needs that the people who make the product should fight like animals and have to outdo each other. That's what basic economics is built on, you know? So now the Torah says, no. That does not agree with your mind. Does not. You understand? Unbelievable once I saw, I wanted to go into Rabbi Yuchum today, but I don't think I'm going to get to it. But this is very important to, to, to really digest what the author is doing here. He's, he's giving us a real dilemma to work with. He's giving us the beef, you know, to work with. I saw once a letter from Reb Chaim Velazhna to his grandson. Okay? Now. He's giving him a piece of advice. And he's telling him that when you're dealing with your wife, with your in-laws, whatever it is, and you have certain agendas, and not everybody around you necessarily agree to your agendas or whatever, he says what you could achieve with savlanut, with tolerance, with patience, with, with, with bearing the pain of your stuff not getting done and working intelligently, what you can gain in your agendas with savlanut is greater than all the kifas in the world, all the toughness. Now, that's a chiddush. Why? Simply, if you want to get your agendas in life, you gotta do you gotta be tough, you gotta be strong, you gotta be manipulative. That's how you get that. Now, if you tell me you wanna be a tzaddik, and suffer in this world, and not have your agendas reached, but at least at the end, you'll get oil haba, okay, ariyachol kabel. But he's saying, no, the way of the Torah succeeds, and the way of the world doesn't. That's a chiddush. We don't think like that. So that means logically, you tell me have savlanut, be a balchesed, the world says, nice guys, finish last, that's it. Zeametziuti. And then the Torah says, you have to be chesed, and you have to give covet, and you have to have a place for other people. The entire business, chosh and mishpah laws, are built around refining a person, taking away from him chemda samal. And giving him the ability to live with emuna. Emuna is a scary thing. It's like uh, you, you, you have anxiety. You have no control. 
You know? A guy sees he has no control, he gets nervous over that. You know what I'm saying? So what the author is telling us is that we are facing, when we look at Torah, we're facing a big dilemma. That's what we're doing. We're facing a big dilemma. So now what? So, Rabbi Kiva was nervous because he saw the reality of how the mind works. The mind, the way it works is, first it decided something. It never challenges what it decided. Now it looks for proofs. That's how it goes. The midas are wired into your intellect. You have superficial evidence to prove that from the world that you live in. And now you're facing the Torah and it's not the same. So Rabbi Kiva had a problem because Torah could be a samachayim or samamoves. If you're not going to take the Torah and live it, that means you don't work your midas, then it's going to be a samamoves. That's how you, but, he, but we, it's such a strong dilemma that still don't hop the answer so easily. What does that mean drip by drip? How does it penetrate? It's not such a simple formula to, 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 to hop how that works. You understand? That's why we want to learn Rabbi Rucham, Rabbi Sosalanta again. We have to see in a practical way how to make this work. Because it's such a strong problem that it's almost not answerable how you deal with that. You understand? The whole Leva Odom is throbbing with taiva. That's what it is, right? So now we have to work on Shmira Seinayim, let's say. Okay? So we live in a world that's full of uh, immorality and arayas and taivas and everything. And the, the heart is, 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 is throbbing for taiva, right? And the problem is that since it's a culture... Since it's the way, it's the way of the world, so now we face something and in the inner depth of the heart people can't understand really what's wrong. It's not so sensible that we're so strict. I'm not going to go into this whole sugi right now, but we have three minutes, but it's a big problem out there. Because in, 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 in the Neshama you feel that it's wrong. But in the intellect, in the understanding, it's very hard to understand why these behaviors are so bad when it's the regular practice of the world. And certain things that the Torah asks at such extreme uh, measures to the point that mamish could be heard valyava certain things, right? And it's so the brain is not soivla, the mind is not accepting it. Besides for the fact you have the negiyas from your heart. So you know it's wrong because you were told it's wrong or you have some instinct that this doesn't feel right. But in your brain and your heart and your mind and everything is going in that direction. So now how do you make the shmiris, you know? And then sometimes the words of the chachom sound extreme too. And how to make a dark. You don't understand. How do, how do I work with this thing with reality... So now I have to start making what the author said, Pisharot. Because I have a certain reality I gotta deal with, I gotta live with. I live in the business world, I live in the regular world, I gotta deal with this, this is what's here. But then the Torah says this, I gotta make Pisharot, I gotta, I gotta make Shalom. 
because I can't go, I'm not open-minded enough to hear a chidush that would, might tell me that you have to change your way of life. I don't know. It's a big thing, right? So all the challenges that the Alta is bringing up over here are real day-to-day, emesazachim, real challenges that we have to be a pikeach to understand how to deal with it. So he's telling us something, the Chazal is telling us something, but it needs oimik. So we're not going to get to the Biruchim today. Maybe this afternoon we'll do it. Start the Stuma Amorim for Biruchim and Maimah Mashkiach. Bring back the oimik back of the Rabbi we did the other day. And we'll try to develop it. So we have a practical way. Okay, we'll start with that.